Hello, everybody. It is great to be here one more time today. And my name is Gary Fowler, and I am the host of GSD Presents Silicon Valley AI and Tech. I'm a serial entrepreneur with 17 startups under my belt. I've been involved in startups from Click Software all the way to EBA.ai. I was on the original management team at Click Software, which was sold to Salesforce for $1.35 billion. We believe that intellectual capacity is evenly spread around the world, but opportunities are not. Today, GSD is, represents companies from 51 companies around the world, and we have over 100 companies in our portfolio. So with that, I'd like to introduce my friend Martin from Motocheck. He's a co-founder and CEO, and by the way, he's from the startup country, Tallinn, Estonia. So with that, I'd like to bring Martin on board. So how you doing today, Martin? I'm good, I'm good. How are you, Gary? Ah, fantastic. So tell me a little bit about it. You went to the Estonian Business School, and then you came out and you were working as an in insurance. So, you know, how do you go down? What's this entrepreneurial journey like? So you went to business school in Estonia. What made you decide to go to the Estonian Insurance Association? Well, it, it wasn't that much a decision, just a career path. You just go along from uh, from a university. So, yeah, I mean, um, there were interesting time, uh, you know, the banking uh, after the uh, reengaging uh, the independence in um, in Estonia and other Baltic countries as well. So actually, uh, the, the financial industry was, was first to really start the blooming uh, alongside with uh, logistics. So, uh, yeah, those were interesting time. And, and uh, I, I spent almost 20 years in uh, in financial sector. So. It was, um, I must say that the financial um, institutions are, are taking care of their employees very well. I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful for the trainings that I receive, or coaching, and, and really uh, learning by doing a lot, but also uh, learning from other people in, um, in the industry, and in the country, and, and also in Scandinavia. So, yeah, those were good times uh, that actually made me the... the leader that I am now. Now it's great. So you work for SCB Life, you work for Pension, Nordia Pensions in, in sales, and um, Liminar Pensions Estonia as operations. How do you go from sales to operations and product support? How does that work? You just rotate managers, I guess is the <laughs> correct answer. But I mean, uh, they get up and say, I love sales, but listen, I want to be, I want to move to operations and product support. Well, the thing is that if you are in a, in a management board, you you anyway are uh, reviewing things in in you know in quite a depth, so you you know what's going on, and and then you apply your you know best uh, leadership skills and um, product project management skills to to lead people in in other areas as well. So, I would say that you know it's it's good to be the leader uh, the leader that can lead uh, people in no matter what role so you don't have any uh, any personal attachment to the to the specific role or task your people are uh, performing so it um, it's important to uh, to all the companies to uh, understand that uh, leaders lead people not uh, uh, not tasks or functions so you went down through and you did the you've done that then you go into uh, product support. How in the uh, so you've done sales management, you've done operations and product support. Then you do product support. Okay, so one day 
you wake up and how in the world do you come up for Motichek? Where does that come from? Well, it's a personal pain as a, as a leader. You know, my story is that um, I became a, a leader of international teams. So I had the teams in, in different countries and stakeholders as well in, in Scandinavia as well. So, you know, if you're traveling uh, and seeing your team, you are, you know, one day in, in city A and the other day in city B, uh, then most of the time for most of your employees, you are away. You are not with them. So it's uh, super difficult to, to understand how your people are really doing when you are with them in the particular location, you are, uh, you know, problem solving, you are handling stakeholders, you are looking at new projects, initiating stuff. And of course, you do the one-to-one -one meetings and, and have a chat and coffee breaks, but you really don't have the time to uh, understand how your people are feeling and, and go, uh, so say, in another way, to become such a friend that they tell you how they feel about things that are really going on in, in their occupational life or work life. Yeah, and I reached out to my... Um, my HR partners as well and asking uh, help really to to really get a better understanding how my teams are doing in in countries abroad and of course I have the video I had the video meetings all the time but um, but when I received uh, you know a, a people survey results from um, you know six months old from my HR team then understood that this information is pretty much redundant to me. I don't, can't do any decision-making based on that. And when I digged in and understood that those surveys cover only part of employee experience, then I understood that, you know, it doesn't provide me uh, the information. What is the urgency or what is the most uh, uh, biggest priority I have to uh, deal with in order to retain my people, not to lose them. And... Um, I started looking around and I understood that, you know, there are no good tools or at least at time, at that time there were not. So yeah, we, um, we figured out how to, uh, how to measure employee experience on, on daily basis. So that whenever I, as a manager or leader want to understand, you know, what's really going on in, uh, in, uh, this or the other location with, uh, with this or the other, um, role that my people are in. So I, I can understand what's really going on. And it helps me a lot in, in managing my one-to-one -one relationship and also the, the team's whole. So tell us a little bit about it. So what's the secret sauce for Motorchat? <laughs> secret sauce. Yeah. I mean, well, the secret sauce of right format but um, I mean the core of it is that Motichek asks every single employee every day a single question and uh, and it um, is super easy to respond to it it takes you, you know two or three seconds only you can you know add this thumbs up thumbs down little bit of chat to to add a comments and, and that's it and and what you see as a result is your team's result and um, you know, our um, core focus is on employees and their uh, direct managers, as opposed to some other competition that we are meeting who are focusing on, on making um, the life of HR managers better. But we believe that, I mean, th this kind of tool is not a HR manager tool. It's a direct manager tool to, 
to manage team and people directly and the ownership should not be in a, in a HR department, but rather on, on a desk of every leader or manager. Now, do you have sales today? Yeah, we have. We have uh, we have local Baltic uh, companies who are originating uh, from uh, either Scandinavia or Baltic countries. They, they are using our products, yes. So what's the goal for the company, Mark? Where do you want to go? Multicheck. Well, we are going global, that's for sure. And, and global, we, we are looking at, of course, Scandinavian market where uh, the employee cost is rather high. So the return on investment is, uh, is better, of course. And of course, very interesting country, uh, regions for us are um, North America, I mean, USA, Canada, and, and also um, Asian countries, at least say uh, selected Asian countries because there is a lot of um, Western uh, business and, and also uh, the business culture and, and uh, uh, sort of market protection is, is, is on a level where we see that we, uh, we could be very competitive there. And no, really the, the results to, to the companies who are, who are looking to retain the people really here engage and retain is, is a slogan we use. So what is the difference? Do you consider yourself a pulse survey, Martin? What do you consider yourself? Uh, yeah, we, we would like to consider us a, a survey sometimes, but our customers say that, hey, hey guys, forget it. You are, you are more of the manager tool, management tool. I mean, it's, um, it's a worn out expression management tool, but, uh, but the purpose is to uh, make sure we understand our employees and uh, can... Uh, um, retain them, cut down the employee churn because that's the cost that we are uh, fighting against and then where's the return on investment comes and um, and really increase the innovation and productivity as well. That's, uh, that's what I as a direct manager want to achieve, right? Yeah, no, and, and so what kind of results do you see? Let's talk about results. What kind of results can a company see from uh, instituting this, what do you, what what do you see? What, how does it how do things change in a company? Yeah, what we do is that we measure uh, the um, employee experience in uh, in fourteen categories in total. One of those categories is focusing uh, solely on uh, new recruits, so new boys and girls receive a different set of questions because I mean they just don't have experience on uh, on a company. But what we can do is to really extract the um, onboarding experience and and also uh, touch upon the promoter score questions as well that you, did you really feel that you made the right decision and would you uh, suggest us as, a, as an employer to your friends and family as well that kind of things but the rest of the 13 categories are classic like leadership engagement mental health compensation you know processes time usage uh, and um, and we cover those uh, those employee experience uh, categories daily basis in in organization and and for a single team we uh, we can cover those within two and a half weeks. So uh, you know once you have used MultiCheck for a month, you uh, you already have a uh, you know good dynamics building up, and and you can build on that easily to to really get the data that is, uh, you know, 
I, w- I wouldn't say big data, but large enough to make really solid conclusions and decisions. And, and those decisions are not based on a, only one question, you know, how do you like your, you know, <laughs> manager or superior uh, to, to decide on leadership quality. I mean, we, we shoot out uh, more than uh, 20 questions per category. So, I mean, it covers a lot. Yeah, that sounds good. And so... Uh, where do you see this market going? I mean, where, who would you fit in with? What kind of partners are interesting for you? Well, company size-wise, uh, we, we have very good uh, customers who who um, employ only um, 40, 45 employees. Uh, but this is naturally not our, uh, I mean, target group uh, in terms of, of sales activities. Um, we see that this product works more for uh, for companies who have um, 500 plus employees, and also employee type. I mean, um, first of all, the customer has to have the pain, and the pain usually relates to either employee churn mm-hmm. or uh, the new situation after the COVID, when there is a lot of remote and hybrid work, and uh, the direct managers just feel. Uh, insecure in leading those people who are now distant, physically distant to uh, to him, and and quite often uh, we see that there is an interest from um, companies who employ more technical stuff like um, IT developers, construction engineers, maybe call center um, operators who, who you know who are hired basically because their uh, language skills and and uh, and how they cope with the routine, and and those people necessarily are not the best communicators. So um, our system, what it does really, what what uh, our customers um, leaders say is that you know we ask the questions that every every person can come up with, but um, the thing is that you never had a time to go into that lengthy discussion with your employees. Well, maybe that's why you have a lot of technical folks, too, because a lot of times they're very introverted and they yeah. just get their job done and they don't talk a lot about what, what's going on with them. Exactly. And, and that's what we do. Uh, our, our, you know, tech task job for the manager. We uh, go and chat uh, with the employee every day and, and build you a dashboard that tells you, you know, what's really going on in, uh, in their opinion. And there is a, you know, regarding the competition, I know, Gary, it's a, it's a bit intriguing to discuss with you the, the AI and, and machine learning part of it. But um, what we really have learned is that um, people are not really keen in, uh, in uh, the systems that, where um, machines are reading data and come up with... Um, you know, like employee sentiment or, or satisfaction um, figures, because first of all, there is the, like a big brother and uh, feeling and, and you know, feeling like uh, the system is spying on you when you are analyzing the text or uh, or speech, for example. I mean, those systems are very good for, uh, for you know, quality Mark, control and stuff like that. I hear what you're saying, but here's the thing that's really interesting, right? We use Gmail, right? Mm-hmm. We all use Gmail. And guess what Gmail does? Hello. I mean, what do you think you're getting these incredible ads for something? You talk about, I just talked about a pair of binoculars. I wrote a note. I start getting ads for binoculars. Yeah, I know. 
I mean, the thing is, we're concerned about it, about reading the Big Brother thing, but we use our phones. When we go into Facebook, we log in with other, you know, we're going to use our Facebook login to log into these other things. It's like, it's it's crazy, right, on some side of it, because we're afraid about having systems understand who we are, but they already know. True, true, but it doesn't mean that we necessarily like it. Uh, and that's the thing that when you are well, we, talking about, we don't, uh, we don't like what we don't, you know, we can't like it if we don't know that, uh, or can't not like it. Um, if we don't know what's going on, you know, I mean, the situation of you, you know, we just use Gmail and Yahoo mail and all these things. And why do you think they're free? <laughs> and there's a reason you don't yeah, get free for it. Somebody's yeah. paying for it, right? We're paying one way or another. So, you know, on the other side, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, as human beings, you know, the, the challenges, if we don't do this to make our lives better, where we don't use surveys in your sense, or we don't do sentiment analysis, and we don't start to understand our employees, you know, we got, like you said, the technical folks, sometimes they sit in there. Now, today, they could be in a room in their house all day long and never talk to another person. So, I mean, the other thing is how do we reach out and help them and make things better? So, it coach, you know, it's almost like they're coaching tools, right? And then the center. And what we do is that we really uh, like to make a good use of the existing communication channels as well. I mean, we can shoot the questions out through, you know, Slack, Microsoft Teams, email. We have our own uh, apps or, or, you know, put a terminal into, I don't know, production unit if that's necessary as well. I mean, the main thing is that in doing an employee survey, especially if you want to engage them, then you have to deliver the results as well to them. So most disengaging thing is to ask a lot of questions and then deliver the result in, in a PowerPoint presentation to, to managers only. I mean, nobody is changed to, to you know, provide you any feedback in, in that kind of system. So important is to make it comfortable for uh, employees to provide them value and, and regarding that value, you know, talking about AI and, and machines, we have to understand one thing that people actually like to make their lives more beautiful, uh, more convenient by telling small little white lies. And, uh, and we cannot take this away from employees as well. I mean, they like to tell, tell, tell us a little more about it. What do you mean? I mean, for example, you know, we ask direct questions, but sometimes you don't want to say that, you know, well, not exact wording, but I could say that, uh, you know, let's pretend that I'm I'm working in your team and I receive the questions that, um, you know, uh, does your uh, does your boss leave the company values? Right. So, um, generally speaking, yeah, Gary is a good fellow and does it, but you know, last Friday, you know, there was a bit awkward situation. So what should I say? I say, yeah, Gary is a good fellow. Live yeah. up the values. Well, I so, mean, you can ask the question in different ways, right? That's a yeah, yeah. But But the thing is that people, well, we can ask the questions in, in several different ways, but we never guess how the employee will read it and, and mm -hmm. understand it because they are in a different situations. They might be, you know, just, had just jumped out of the car or, or maybe they just, um, you know, read, a, you know, email with a with a bad sentiment or or something very very happy and, and cheerful so we don't know what's the background really mental background and um, and so therefore we we have to appreciate that people want to tell us some sometimes things that are not you know the harsh truth machines 
can can create a harsh truth, but people sometimes don't like it. So they they tend to make it a bit better, <laughs> more more say beautiful and, and soften things up and and we have to appreciate it. In a, in an organization, we are social animals. We don't want to be picky and aggressive with every with with our colleagues or or uh, our people around us. So we we tend to smooth things out, and that ha- has to be appreciated. Which doesn't mean that we we shouldn't use uh, machine learning and AI. I think we we can uh, make a good use of using those tools in advising. Um, managers and employees you know what to do with the results and that's what we also are are doing so you know what should i do now agree with you 100 percent, martin agree yeah. with you 100 so listen we're coming up to the top of the show i don't want to uh, miss anything but what are your final closing thoughts and how do people get a hold of you yeah you can get a hold of me of course i'm i'm active in linkedin and on modicheck.com and my email is, is martin at modicheck.com. But regarding the closing thoughts, Gary, I mean, in, in, a, in a situation where we are living in a, in a global world and, and business is globalized and, and post-COVID uh, remote work situations where, where uh, work culture is really uh, lead us to the situation where um, it is very important to listen to our employees to understand how they are performing and, and you know, up their game. So um, when I'm looking at the big uh, trends in in uh, employment world for the great resignation or quiet quitting, those shouldn't be surprising surprising for us if we are considering how good or bad managers we are. And if we would manage our teams very well and listen to our employees, there wouldn't be such uh, trends or phenomena at all. We don't. We gotta listen more. Yeah, and, and as, for example, uh, you know, Amy C. Edmondson claims in, in her book, The Fairless Organization, that uh, psychological safety accounts for 47% of employee churn and, and 12% of um, production loss. So, I mean, those are huge figures to, uh, to tackle. I mean, there, there's a lot of potential uh, uh, in, inside us to, to ju- just become a better leader and better manager by using smart tools to uh, to cut down this employee churn and improve the productivity. So yeah, please here engage and, and retain your people is is what I really yeah, call great, great, great resignation. A lot of people left. I mean, remember we got we uh, companies put a lot of money in the human capital. We got to do a better job of making it uh, the relationship better and really nurturing those folks. So Martin, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, LinkedIn. Okay, so reach out to Martin on LinkedIn. Modicheck's an incredible company. He does a, a phenomenal job. And this is a way we've got to make our employees happier, healthier, and safer. And this is one of the tools to be able to do it. Thank you, Martin, for taking time out of your busy schedule today. It's appreciated. And thanks to all my audience for attending one more time. GSD presents Silicon Valley AI and Tech. And my name is Gary Fowler, and I am your host. Stay tuned. I will be back again next Tuesday for another exciting edition. Tomorrow I'm going to be out in Palo Alto, California, but uh, stay tuned for another exciting edition next Tuesday. Stay happy, stay safe, and stay healthy. God bless. Talk to you all soon and see you again later. Thanks, Martin, for taking time. Appreciate it, everybody. Thank you.